Did you know only 9% of construction business owners make more than $200,000 a year? We believe your business should make your life better. We work with construction business owners to systemize their cash flow, workflow, and crew so they can become involved but not required. Have a listen to our podcast if you want to be in control of your business and your life. If you want to get there faster, go to involvedbutnotrequired.com. Here's the thing that you risk as commercial risk. Hiring a subby. Let's just go for a second. They're a sole trader. Right? You pay them 50 bucks an hour. Um, now, let me put that in here because it'll tell me exactly. That's 34.28 now, um, equivalent. So, and I'll show you how you get that in a sec. If you were to pay them 50 bucks per hour, fuck it, let's skip to this and have a look because it'll make more sense and I'll come back. Um, here is my sheet that I used when I was trying to get someone to jump from being a sole trading subcontractor to an employee with us. Because I'd say, look guys, we're paying you 40 bucks an hour, but as a full-timer, you only get 27.50. In this case, it's saying 27.39. And they're like, what? Hang on, you pay me 40 bucks an hour and you're gonna make me full-time at 27.50? Nah, mate, I'm wise to you, forget it. Yeah, because it got worse. When we pay them as a subby, I pay them the full 40 bucks into their bank account. I didn't pay them the full 27.50 into their bank account. I paid them 27.50 less PAYG tax that I was legally obligated to keep and then paid them the balance into their account. And they're like, this sucks. I'm only getting like 20 bucks an hour into my account. I used to get 40. So I, I had this sheet made up so I could run them through it. And go, right, here's subcontracting, here's an employee. You simply put in the hourly rate here. So $40 an hour into that hourly rate thing. Let's go through it, guys. It is, for an employee, they get paid for 80 hours for public holidays. There's 10 public holidays a year. In this case was back then, it's now 11, thanks to fucking Dan Andrews and his fucking stupid grand final day. Um, but that's all right, it's I had a look. not even real footy. Pardon? It's not even real footy. It's not that. It's on the fucking Friday. They used to have a grand final parade that had hundreds of thousands of people because all the guys in the office buildings would come down and throw confetti and watch their fucking footy team, right? Now there's no one in the city because it's public holiday, so they've stopped doing the parade. It's on a Saturday afternoon. People start drinking at the footy barbie during the day. They're drinking all day and they're gonna go all through the night if their team wins. Is it more sensible to give them a day off before the game or give them fucking Monday off? Fucking stupidity. I don't agree with public holidays at all, but Jesus Christ, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Anyway, I do have some pet hobby horses, guys. When you get me started, Maddie's just grinning. She knows she knows how to poke the bear and get me fucking off and going. It's like sick days, you know. As an employee, sick days are a fucking Australian tradition. You've got to be a sickie. It's an Aussie thing to do. As an employer, it's fucking morally reprehensible. Should not be allowed. You should be ashamed of yourself. It's amazing how and you know which side of the fence you sit, how it changes. Right, so public holidays, um, I did see before, I think it was 13 that Queensland had those, so I can't really complain that much. No, New South Wales, fuck me dead, 13. Yeah, you guys, I can't complain about 11. Um, thanks for putting that in, Matty. So, right, subbies aren't getting paid on public holidays. Sites are shut down, employees are. Annual leave, subbies don't get paid, employees do. If you're sick, carers leave, person leave, employees get paid, subbies don't. Saturdays, now, we would say that our guys were working 11 Saturdays a year. 
That was what was expected. We were working nine hour days, seven till 4.30. So every day during the Mondays, Monday to Friday, they got eight hours standard time and an hour of time and a half because the first two hours were time and a half. For here, on Saturdays, um, it was, I don't know why, uh, 17. Okay, so it's 17 hours per Saturday. So the first two hours, a time and a half. So we'd work this out and I'd just show them beforehand. And again, I'd do the calcs for them and go, right, you're doing nine hours on a Saturday. That's two hours times time and a half. And then seven hours times double time. So that's three hours and that's 14 hours. So you get paid the equivalent of 17 hours worth of work because of your OT allowance as a full-timer, right? So then I'd say to them, we still expect you um, to work Saturdays as a subby, but you're gonna work and you get the same rate, overtime or not, you always get the same rate. So they would get um, 11 Saturdays years, 99 hours. The other guys are getting 170, 187 hours pay. And this, I haven't even got in here the OT that I should actually put in if I thought about it. Amazing the things you think about when you come back, because you know, the extra hours they're doing as an employee, they get paid overtime, they don't get them as a subby. So standard work hours. Standard work hours for an employee um, are 1,966 that they're paid for. For a standard work hours for a subby, 1863. I don't know where that total comes from. Oh, sorry. It's adding up. Yeah, so standard work hours on site. Um, and that is, in, there we go. It's nine and a half hours a day. That's where I put it. Because we're saying to our guys, if you can see up here in this little formula box at the top, they're doing nine hours a day, but they're getting paid one hour at time and a half. So they're doing 1863 hours that they're paid for at their stock standard, bog standard, 40 bucks an hour. Our guys get paid 1966 and a half hours a year, including all their leaves and their OTs, right? Subcontractors, we're gonna make them pay for a public liability insurance policy. That used to be, it was a $400 base minimum, so that's what they paid. They're gonna to have to pay work cover insurance on their annual wage at their 4.81%, so that's what they had to pay and they had to present us with a certificate of currency. So their total income after their costs was 74 grand a year. Right? We then said, this, this by the way, automatically fills out. It's a formula up there. Um, and it's not quite perfect, because I, I didn't have time to tweak it before, but it shows them that we'd normally pay them slightly more. Working it out, at 27.39 an hour, they get co-invest long service leave, which is a cost that, um, they, that we say, look, you, by the way, you're getting this as well. Um, meant that their total package, because they would get all of that back, the 2.7% all comes back to them after 10 years, or if they stop working in construction, they get a bulk payout of it. Um, total annual income of 76K, right? So they're earning slightly more than they would as a subby on 27.39 an hour. And I'd sit them down and go, well, this is your option. We only care about what it costs us as a business. You know, their total package for us under this is 76 grand. In fact, it was slightly more because we didn't factor in the fact that we had to pay work cover for employees and not for subbies. That we had to pay public liability for employees and not for subbies. You know, we could if we wanted, we've got payroll tax that we pay for employees and not for subbies. So all I cared about was what was the bottom line, total cost to the business for having this person work for us full time. And then say, well, there's your choice, mate. You can be an employee or a subbie. If you're a subbie, 
you have to be a PTY LTD.